What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hi guys, and welcome to our mini-series of Deep Dives, where we will discuss topics that we may have touched upon in the past, but with this mini-series, we will be taking a deep dive into those topics. And today, we will be looking at religion. So, religion, it's so powerful and has been around for centuries. It has brought many people together as well as divide many people to a point where some people have just turned away from it altogether. So join us at the table today as we enter this intense world of religion. So, religion has been around pretty much since the beginning of time and the dawn of mankind and is still here and going strong. With extremely large sums of the population belonging or identifying with one religion or another, these numbers are in the billions with a B. And with only a very small portion of the world's population identifying as atheist or agnostic so to put that into perspective there are expected to be approximately 7.9 billion people across the globe out of which 84% believe in a religion 7% identify as atheist so they don't believe in God or religion and 9% that don't believe or deny God or religion. These people consider themselves to be neutral, so they don't side with religious beliefs or religious people or the belief in God or gods. So those people are considered agnostic because nor do they side with the atheists that they outright deny God or a higher power, nor do they side with the religious people in their beliefs. So that's interesting, Dims. Um, you say religion. Now, I've got a... Well, not I've got, but people may have a narrow view of what religion is, and that may be um, secluded to the Abrahamic faiths, which is... Judaism, Christianity and Islam. But religion also includes um, Hinduism, Sikhism, you know, Buddhists, people who worship the sun. Yeah. So that so though Abraham sort of 
those sort of religions you just mentioned, they believe in one God. Uh, yeah. Whereas Hindus, I think Buddhists, they believe in many gods. So those figures of the 84% combined is all religions, whether it's... All, all religions. Yeah. So it's Hinduism, Buddhism, like I said, all sorts of different faiths. Yeah, just I would... believing in the idea that there is a higher power, basically, or I powers. Would, I would agree with those figures. What would be interesting is I'm, from my idea, I believe what areas of society or globally where they're from, I'm thinking the West has a higher percentage of atheists um, and it's the East and maybe the poorer countries that still have a high belief in religion. Okay, so it did not break down those figures in a geographic uh, way. So I think you might be right. But it kind of brings me on to uh, my first question here, which is, by the way, like they say, the $64 million question. Why? Well, okay, for you, maybe, (laughs) because you're so rich. Um, Why are we here? What is the purpose of life? Oof. Getting right into it here, lads. I was going to say, yeah, Yeah. I mean, you really dived in the deep end straight away, haven't you? Not taking this slow at all. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, no, no point beating around the bush. It's like, so, okay, you can argue that this religion's right, that's right, they're right, they're wrong. So, okay, why okay. Here? So, what's the purpose? Muslim-wise, Islamically, this is a temporary, a conduit. It's a test of our character. And what we do here is marked and then decides our eternal life. So that's religiously speaking. So that's from I was born into a Muslim family and I was raised with Islamic beliefs. Moving through time, getting older, going to school. Yeah, but why are we here? What's the purpose? So what? Okay, you're you're born in a, a religious family. I get that. Okay, but why are you? What is your purpose? So like, yeah. Why so like I said, it's a conduit. My purpose is this is a test. Your, what we say, mortal life is a test. So I'm being tested by the Lord and I need to gain a certain number. Think of it as a game. You play a game, you get enough points, you win. Don't get enough points, you lose. You win, you go to heaven, that's your eternal life. You lose. Now, Islamically speaking, I mean, one of you can correct me on this if it's not, but you don't really lose, but you get punished. So you will don't get enough points. You'll serve a time in hell and then you'll move on to the eternal life. Me personally now, since I've been through life, thought about things, have my own independent thought seriously and totally, I believe, we're part of nature. Now, we're part of an ecosystem. You know, there's a food chain. We're at the top of it at the moment. Okay. So, what's your purpose to be, what, food? Yeah. We're part, we're, we're part of an ecological system. So, if you look at everything, everything works off of one another. Like, now that 
certain species are dying off certain bad things are coming in their place an entire system is built by making sure everything check with checks and balances i think as a human species we're more advanced and capable than just just being food just being part of the food chain and that's that's one of the issues with the current um human nature we are outstretching our reach yeah you see that the problem i have with that is uh, so the other side i'm looking at with the, the, the atheist side for example the, the scientific side it's i think at least religion answers that question of why we are here like we have a purpose like you said it's a test uh, you pass or fail you get judged etc but science doesn't seem to have a have a valid in my opinion answer to that question no so science's answer is basically part of a food chain to keep the checks and balances so taking exact taking um a species into as an example uh let's say you've got i'm trying to find a really simple one but i can't think of any simple ones so i'm just going to go with you, you don't have to think of a simple one you can think of how it all began so let's go there the big bang i mean like when have you ever heard of something being created by a bank things are destroyed by a bank and for it to be so almost perfect like there's a, there's a system there's systems in place it's it's it sort of astounds me that people think there's no creator there's no no power behind it it was all by chance like how can it be so perfect just by chance but it wasn't just a big bang was it and it wasn't just like that this so apparently the earth is billions of years old so if it's billions of years old it's very old we, that way, yeah we've not just turned up it's gone through many many changes yeah, so i'm going to the beginning so they're going about the beginning so before so when yeah, the universe was created so they say it was yeah. mad matter and antimatter so even before earth was created it's that big bang that sparked so antimatter center, and matter collided yeah so at the center of the universe so at the center of the universe there was this big bang and the universe is still expanding and then all of these planets are being created but by yeah i'm i'm going to say I, I i can't say whether it did happen or not scientifically they just say it's a big bang yeah why not explain what what came before that was okay, that so what what ignited the big bang yeah well, exactly so they say it was matter and antimatter which collided right that that's what i've read on that so Okay, fine. So who put the matter and antimatter? Uh, where did that come from? Was it just there? It's it, and then it collided, and all of a sudden, and then for it to collide, for everything to be so perfect, that's why I sort of take issue with it. I'm like, well, how can you not believe that there's something behind this, like a power, like an intelligent, superior being, far more intelligent than, than ourselves, i.e., a creator. But then why why create such evil people? Well, it's like you said earlier, Niz, um, in some faith, this life is a test. So the evil people are here to test the other people. So what's going to happen to those evil people then? Right. So I, I if don't... they were here, if they were here just to test, yeah. were they made evil? So then are they going to be given the eternal life of happiness because they were made to test or 
did something happen to them to make them evil no. or didn't they follow the religion? They didn't. So it's good and evil, isn't it? It's a fight. So they follow the devil. Okay. Yeah. So they've gone down the wrong path. They, they'll, they'll pay for their sins. So, yeah, I mean, purpose of life, you know, it's difficult to answer. And, and it is that, you know, you've got to be a good person, you know, try and earn your way into heaven. Worship God, worship Allah. That's what you're made for. There's also something about community. There's also about helping others, uh, you know, and that's religious aspect as well. Help thy neighbor. These days, a lot of people are losing sight of that. There's a lot of narcissism around. It's all me, 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 me. If you look at the West, especially, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of hate, envy. There's a lot of godlessness in people's lives. So maybe they could do with a little religion or faith to to learn something, maybe. And another thing, the most important thing in religion is not just about trying to gain rewards for heaven, but it's your personal connection to your Lord. Because at the end of the day, you're not doing it to show off in front of others. You're doing it to um, worship your Lord. What will your Lord be happy with? Well said. So yeah, I suppose on that, I just round it off the saying, um, love thyself, love thy neighbour, love thy fellow man, woman, etc. Okay, let's let's try and summarise this. Okay, so I want you guys to finish this sentence off. I mean, we could start with uh, maybe Nizze also, not if I'm so much here, but okay. So, the purpose of life is to be part of the process of earth. Of routine, yeah. Right, process of earth, no? That sounds better. So? Um, I've only of... got, yeah, the purpose, purely because obviously this is my viewpoint as a Muslim, is to worship the one and only Allah, because that's what we're here for. That's the first time. I've heard that from, uh, or it's the first time I've, I've I've heard it be put so clearly. Why? That it's not it's not it's not about trying to get your forty virgins. It's about literally. It was seventy, wasn't it? Were you, were you cutting thirty out for? No, I was told it was oh, forty virgins. Was well, I was told it was forty grapes, but you know what? I don't like right. that one. So, but yeah, no, I that's the first time clearly put down. No, your only purpose is to pray to do the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not, it's not about seeking your reward in the afterlife. So that's good, Sal. You're welcome. Why do you think people convert, or as Muslims would say, revert? So for those of you that may not know, convert means to change from something. And revert means to go back to the original thing. As Muslims believe that all humans were born as Muslims, and if they went through the journey of life being a non-Muslim, whether that's because they adopted a different religious belief system, or even if they disbelieved altogether, at some point through their own journey, if they decided to become a Muslim, Muslims will call that revert instead of convert. 
as they believe you will be coming back to what you were originally born as. As they believe we are all the children of Adam or Adam Islam and they believe that Adam was a Muslim as literally the definition of the word Muslim is the one who submits his will to God which is what we all believe Adam Islam did. So going back to my original question why do you think people convert or as Muslims say revert? So I think it might be they either see something beautiful in it or they see reassurance or it answers questions that they have. You know, I believe that religion gives people a foundation, a reassurance. Um, it helps them mentally to understand their place. So it saves them from depression. You know, it's helping their mental health, basically. And they see yeah. something that they like. But it's not without its problems because I know a few reverts and or con uh, yeah reverts I'd say, and um, they tell me how their sort of family stopped talking to him and disowned him. So they have to go through quite a bit of struggle. So it's not not an easy decision to make. It's all it's, it's a life changing decision. And then obviously, you may have you may think you've found the light and you've seen the way, but not necessarily everyone around you has. So it, you know just because you feel a certain way to, to them, it's like. And a lot of people say this to me that I've reverted that their family members think they've been brainwashed when they feel like they've been enlightened. Yeah, and it depends on which society and group you've been brought up in because you will either fall for you can never go against your parents or your family because it's seen as disrespectful. Now, I'm saying that from a, a Pakistani cultural upbringing the way your family's in Pakistani culture anyway you're told you never disrespect or go against your father's word and it's very difficult come on so, shake Saul I'm sure you got something to say on this sorry bro that's a hard question I can't even answer that um, I think when you talk about revert and con convert, it's due to one fact. Uh, it's up Allah, Allah, Allah Ta'ala himself as his will, who he wants to be a Muslim and, and who he doesn't want to be a Muslim because it's, his, it's in his hand to give hidayah. Okay, so here's an interesting uh, one for you. So what happens when the laws of man and the laws of God conflict? Which laws should you follow? If you are a both religious and a law-abiding citizen, so from an Islamic point of view, my understanding is that if you've moved to a land where Islam is not practiced or is not the law, then you do have leeway to practice the law of the land where you are. But if that law encroaches on your ibadah, in, on your worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is a, another country or land where you can go and 
fully practice your religion, then you must leave. So when you're saying, do you follow the law of the land or do you follow your religion? Religion gives you leeway up to a point and then when you can't, if there is a place where you can go to practice it completely, you move. Booyaksha. Yeah, so I think that's more extreme. That's where um, there's not even conflict. They're actually, you're forbidden from worshipping, for example, and but you can't even do your daily practices. In that case, you've just you've got to move. There's no choice. Yeah. If you want to follow the religion, the religion says move, like go where you can yeah. worship. Your thoughts, Sheikh Sol? First and foremost, I'm not a Sheikh, bro. Just don't call him a Sheikh. <laughs> okay. Uh, secondly, yeah, very similar to what Niz has said, but obviously that's the most extreme point of view. Uh, not in a bad terminology. Let's get that phrased right. Um, but yeah, uh, the law of the land compared to the law of you know God, Allah, Allah, or uh, and that uh, the law of uh, Allah is always going to outrank the law of the land to me personally. No, that will always come secondary or not important. Yeah. Because uh, you're a practicing. Yeah, Muslim practice Muslim. Yeah. Not just that, because he's put in places where. Ha- I mean, Islam is a way of life, as they say. Uh, it's ha- how you act, interact, how you be as a person, human being, so far. He even tells you techniques of how, how to go to the toilet, for example. Even minute stuff like that. Yeah, complete know. way of life, isn't it? Yeah, it's to that's s- exactly. To sleep, make your food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you should eat to make sure you have a healthy body, which also in turn gives you a healthy mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you say to people that disbelieve in God and reject religion altogether? Again, you're going to say it's up to Allah, that is up to Allah, but you hear as people, and there's a thing called Dawah, which is accumbent on most Muslims to spread the word so what would you say in that yeah case? Allah's not Allah's not um, said you don't do it you must do it but Allah's he already the made final, a decision yeah, yes, yes, yes yeah. Yeah. you have yeah. to still try but I mean maybe Saul can enlighten us a little bit further yeah Saul so what would you say to someone that disbelieves in God and rejects religion um, like you said Dawah is the most important aspect as well because that's about informing people that obviously God exists. Um, but again, I think the way I look at it is if someone's not willing to meet you halfway, how are we supposed to get them to believe in God? Because there's people don't want to listen. and yeah. It's about spreading your knowledge or what you know isn't it it's not about you you don't try like you said and there's a misconception about islam especially that it was spread by the sword when no that's incorrect it, that is incorrect would you like to elaborate why that's incorrect um zionist media <laughs> yeah propaganda yeah yeah, yeah, propaganda. yeah propaganda. okay yeah, exactly let's go for a safer word than propaganda yeah. propaganda um we don't but want yeah. the Zionists to shut down the show even before it started. You know what? You can fuck off that space. <laughs> 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 like, literally. Right. So, 
Oh no, keep it recording. So Zionist, okay. No, okay. Please got me saying now. Propaganda, propaganda. Okay. Yeah, propaganda is a bad thing. So Dawah, I think that's just you doing your bit, isn't it? It's just you're not trying to convert or revert a person. You're just telling him what you, you know. What no, share your? It's not just about share. You're uh, you're informing the truth, isn't it? You're actually telling. Just like the duty that was sent to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, uh, you know, just like everyone else. I mean, we we're gonna we're not gonna get any more profits. So this is not this duty belongs to every human being, not just as Muslim, to spread the deen, saying that everyone should worship Allah and no one else, because that's the truth. You want the truth to be spread as much as possible, and then at the end of the day, you leave it in Allah's hand. You do your best and then leave the rest to in Allah's hands. Okay, now, hold on to your seats, guys, because it's about to get deep. You're all dead. So the fact of life is that we are all going to die one day or another without any exceptions. So what do you guys believe happens when you die also what do you think people who either believe in many gods believe happens uh for example which god will judge him will they be judged so this is a really interesting one um so we've talked quite a bit about islam and the abrahamic faiths where there's a heaven and hell and your eternal life is judged based on how you practiced your mortal life. Right, so that's the Abrahamic faiths. And now, many gods. I mean, the only one I can think of is um, the Hindus. Um, and But they believe... In reincar reincarnation, reincarnation, I think, the circle, yeah, so the circle of life. I guess the circle of life touches on atheists as well, but I'll come to that in a minute. Um, so the circle of life. So you're reborn again as something, and I'm not sure about this, but is it your next reincarnation is based on what you did in the current life? So you, depending on what they class. Yeah, their animals in hierarchy or their character in hierarchy you might end up as a little insect to maybe yeah so if you were creed and you come back like a little worm or a spider or yes or some yes. or vermin but if you were like a pious person you come back like a bird or an, you know like eagles or something yeah. Yeah. something of that nature and then from the um atheist point of view and I think this is a Buddhist point of view as well uh, because the circle of life thing um, I'll touch on the circle of life the Buddhist point of view so what they have is they have so this is where your nutrients you know you're part of planet earth and it provides and there's something in I think it's Tibet no, it's not Tibet, uh, but it's around there. And they have something called the Sky Burial. And what that is, is where they... I'm sure you mentioned this in a, 
a previous episode. Yes, uh, I believe yeah. I mentioned it in our um, posts at the table. But yeah, yeah. But go on, re- refresh my memory. Yeah. And so anyone missed that? So what they do is when someone passes away, um, they would take them up to a very high place. Uh, they're in a mountainous region anyway. They take them up to a very high place. Someone would chop the person up into bits, bite-sized bits, and then just leave them out for the Bit vultures, harsh, the birds. But that's is that but, is that, but, is, is that bad? No, that's because remember what I said: nutrients. The human oh, right. body, the human body. What do we do with food? And and I'm, and, and I'm talking about not human humans as food. You know, cannibalism. I'm talking about um, food waste. I mean, I recycle mine anyway, so I recycle it, put it into a compost, uh, into a compost heap, and then it biodegrades, which creates the compost. And if you do the same with a human, it's the same thing. You know, you decompose, and when you decompose. Your body's made of loads of minerals and nutrients, and that's soaked up back into the earth. So that's what they do. They feed the birds. So it's a circle of life. You know, you're giving nutrients, you're giving food to someone else. And with the atheists, I mean, they won't feed someone to a bird or an animal. They'll bury them. I mean, they didn't used to always bury them in caskets. It would just be in the ground. Your body would decompose that would become nutrients for the soil. So, you know, you've got quite a lot of different beliefs about life after death. But this is the most interesting bit. So that's what happens to your physical being, your body. But what happens to your soul? Sol? Soul. Uh, first and foremost, I think we haven't really covered this topic. Uh, after the janazah, when we are buried, uh, we get three questions asked. Um, who was your rub? Who did you follow? Like, you know, who's your prophet? And what was your religion? So those are the three questions you get asked. Uh, and obviously... So this is in the grave, right? This is in the grave, yeah. This is when you're in the grave. So obviously if you can answer those questions, then you'll have a so-called peaceful... Um, you have a more of peaceful uh, in the grave. So, you know, you're not... You're life not, you're in not the grave. Told, yeah, yeah, life in the grave. That's yeah, all. Life, right. life so in the we grave. Believe, Muslims, we believe there's a... There's a, but you don't just straight go and get judged from heaven to hell after you die. There's a, there's a period of where you're in your grave, and depending on um, what type of person you were in terms of your deeds, it's either going to be a pleasant experience or a not so pleasant experience. A torment, or you'll be yeah, tormented. Torment. For... This is prior to being judged by the Almighty. Yeah. So you'll be like this until the uh, day of Kiyama, you know, the end of days. So that's how. Uh, until so that'll be a long time. It depends on it might be a long time, might be a short time, but depends on day. Depends on when the day of Kiyamah is, you know, the end of days. Kiyamah does in yeah. judgment day, yeah. That's it, yeah. So there's that. I don't think we touch that topic. Uh the soul I'm not sure. I think it's it's your soul or the subconscious that's in the grave. You um 
I believe so your body's there, but you're yeah, detached I believe, from it. Yeah, yeah. I believe I've heard the imams say your body is just a mortal vessel. Yeah, so the, the vessel, there, the but vessel but that's remains gonna behind. Rot. That's gonna rot. That's gonna um, rot. Your real, yeah. your mortal vessel is left behind, and your subconscious, your mind, is what's is what's taken into the afterlife. Okay. But that's that's that, that's the Islamic um, point of view. Uh, and I'm not too sure with the other two Abrahamic faiths in Judaism or Christianity what they believe in. It's most likely going to be similar. Um, yeah, they're quite but, similar. And then with um, in the Hinduism, um, you know, we've already talked about this re reincarnation. So your soul passes into another mortal uh, physical being. And um, in Buddhism, well, your journey's ended. And then your physical self is given us food. Okay, then. Speaking of uh, journeys ending, I think we'll leave it right here. Why? Yeah, so like I said, I think we should leave it right here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think I will speak for everyone here at NSN when I say we shall apologise in advance if we offended anyone. That was not our intention. We do not ask anyone to share or agree with our viewpoints or our beliefs. We just ask that you respect them as we respect all other religions and non-religious viewpoints. We may not agree with them, but we do respect them as everyone has the freedom to believe and follow whatever they wish to do so. So with that said, we hope to see you next week for another great episode. But for now, bye bye. 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 What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.